Hey guys, this is T, and you listen to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with Gar and Josh. Enjoy the show, and remember, stonks do go up. Unless you got crypto, in which case that shit is going down. It is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022, 8 p.m. sharp. It is a winter wonderland outside for me, um, and I don't like it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hello, folks. That was very good, Josh. That was very, very good. Uh, don't forget about the beautiful Discord we have where people can uh, chat along with us all the live long day about football and other stuff. We talked about uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever as well recently. Great flick. I'd recommend go seeing it. Um, the segment start times are down in the description below per use. And, uh, you know, thank you at Levi Oki Illustration for all the beautiful art that people can see out there. Josh, how we darn. Darn. How are you, Gar? You know, I'm, uh, you know, today for whatever reason was a sad day. Not, not, nothing happened, like no one's dead or no one, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, tragic happened, but, um, I don't know, today was just a, a sad day for no real good reason, but it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Uh, how about you, Josh, though? Didn't you, you had a bit of a dust up? Not yeah. a dust up, uh, oh. a child? I do have a child. Um, yeah, so... Like I mentioned, I didn't know if I was going to make it up because kind of rough few days, Sunday night, um, Asher, well, most of the day, Saturday and Sunday, Asher not feeling so hot, coughing, difficulty breathing. Um, and so RSV is going around and it's, you know, it's one of those diseases where it's an acronym. So who knows? Um, but it's so it made, up, made up by the government. Yep. 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 Probably from that vaccine that they, you know aerate all over the car ops outside our house fuck fine yep but uh no so he he was having a hard time breathing and he had only one wet diaper so we knew he was dehydrated and we couldn't get any him to drink any liquids and for a one-year-old you know that's not a good thing they need to have pee pee and poo poo um but uh so we called the triage nurse they said bring him into the er they'll if if it's bad enough because they want to make sure his oxygen levels are okay so there's no risk of you know damaging his organs or his brain or anything and things were good so we're happy about that but he's just not feeling it so he it's like crud in his chest you can hear it rattling around uh he can't sleep i was up with him from 1 to 3 30 last night just trying to get him to eat or drink something because he was fussy but he we also found out he has fungus in his mouth thrush which is a common thing they kind of go hand in hand so it hurts to eat it hurts to drink he doesn't feel good so he already doesn't eat or drink so it's just like, you know what? Kids, man. The joy, huh? Mm-hmm. Is parenting everything you wanted it to be so far? <coughs> yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's, it's still pretty cool. Uh, but he is doing better. So for those of you listener um, wondering how, how hey, he's doing, he's doing Mick. fine. He's got a couple kids. Uh, he'll probably return to the mines sometime next week, though. I mean, yeah, absolutely. All the time off he's already had this year has just been, you know... How's he going to feed his family? Right? I'm starving. All right. Well, as, as always, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean to shit on parenting. I don't think it came across that way, but always sorry to hear when the little man's struggling. Um, but we, we can move on to some lighter topics here. We can we can uh, get into the Gar's Grinder and whatnot. Let's have ourselves a show here, Josh. Gar's Grinder this week, Josh. We have um, 
we, we're going with a defensive player. Almost always I'm picking players with fantasy implications and this and that because, you know, we're a fantasy football show and that's what we care about the most. We also, you know, it's, it's who gets the most credits, who gets all the sexy lines and this and that. But this week's Scars Grinder is going to be linebacker Devin White for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This month, if you woke up 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, um, you know, you were watching the Geno Germany ship go down. Devin White was a big part of that. He had nine tackles, three QB hits, two sacks, and a forced fumble. Um, so Devin White was flying around the field, punching Seahawks in the math over and over again. And, uh, you know, he was a big pivotal piece of um, Buccaneers coming away with a win in Germany. Tom Brady, 4 0 in international games. But um, stealing this joke from someone else, he's 0 1 with international women. So you win some, you lose some, pal. Do you watch any of that 8 30 game? I did. I watched a uh, majority of it. I, I I remember putting in the Discord that uh, Germany Gino is no bueno. So that's the best German that I know. Um, Who's the so, worst German you know? I don't know. I'm German to myself. Um, <laughs> Love it. But uh, yeah, Devin White was somebody. They I, I don't know if they do it on purpose or not, but they, for whatever reason, they seem to always bring up that he's like, he's someone that they need to get going. They talk about his hustle. He needs to hustle more. I hear that every week, but it's always right after he makes a big play, right after he does something good. And it's just like, all right, so when is this going to stop? But, oh, well. Hater's going to hate, Josh. Yeah. All right, you want to rant? I'm surprised it wasn't, uh, I'm surprised he didn't put Christian Randy Moss Watson. Nah, we see Bisons are flashing the pan. Just wait. He'll be garbage next year. If Carson's any indication. Oh, he's garbage this year. Carson has a Super Bowl, though. It's true. All right, you, you want to rant and rave, Josh? I'll let you go first. I got to kind of clear my throat. All right. <clears throat> so, I would like to set the record straight on some items. Not that anyone's really asked me to. No one gives a shit about my football takes, really. Um, but... You know, I've been calling the Vikings frauds over and over again, and of course, when I'm brave enough to actually put my neck out there and have some takes, um, people are always going to attack me when I'm wrong, which is convenient. I don't sit there and celebrate my victories too often. Obviously, do sometimes, but you know, I just still, as of today, I still don't think the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl. They are capable of winning the Super Bowl, um, but I, I still, I still think the Bills are a better team than the Vikings. I don't, I don't know that too many people are going to dispute me on that. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, no one's really come at me for cousins because anyone who knows me knows that I've been a founding member of the cousin condos. The moment we traded for him, I was like, all right, I like the move. Um, and I think Kirk Cousins is a Super Bowl capable quarterback. Not that, you know, certainly the best path to the Super Bowl is an elite quarterback on a rookie contract. You know, we saw it with Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, um, you know, that, that, that's the best strategy. Josh Allen potentially on his way. I thought, although he might've just got, um, Mecca. No, he might've just got, um, his second deal i don't remember anyways but that's not the only path joe flacco's made it to the super bowl we've seen jimmy garoppolo make it to the super bowl or did he make it to the super bowl yeah he made it to the super bowl didn't he either way um so you don't need an elite quarterback that's not the only way to make it to the super bowl so kirk cousins is within the caliber of making it there he just needs some you know supporting elite talent around him the folks like dalvin cook and whatnot um so, you know, I think this Vikings team is capable of winning the Super Bowl. I still don't think we will this year. So, I'd like to set the record straight on that. I've always been a fan of Cousins and this and that. Um, but also, though, I would like to, as, as happy as everyone is, that the Vikings are winning a lot. And 8-1 and is amazing, Josh. It's um, It feels good. 
Uh, so as, love, as much as we love Team Camcock, that's Quasi Adolfo Mensa and you know Kevin O'Connell. Um, and it was time to move on from Zim and Rick. I can clearly see that now, just based on how this team has been able to turn around in one year. But let's not pretend that Team Camcock is not standing on the shoulders of Zim and Rick. Pretty much all of your favorite Vikings players are you know Rick draft picks or signings. We got Cook, Jefferson, O'Neal, Darisaw, Smith, Kendricks, Hunter. Those guys are all. Those guys are all slick Rick picks. Um, Zim didn't want Kirk, but uh, Rick slicked it. So Kirk, you know, that was another Rick Spielman signing. Patrick Peterson, P2, the hero of yesterday's game. He was, um, you know, he came here because of Zim. He made that very vocal. Um, so who knows if P2 is even here yesterday, if not for Zimmer being a coach of the team. And uh, you remember when Kirk came here first and he was Kirky Fumbles? That was, um, oh God, what do we got here from Mecca? Oh, okay. He's just pushing the button randomly on Discord. Okay. Um, but yeah, remember Kirky fumbles? Everyone was giving Kirk shit about he fumbled all the time. Yeah, Zim fixed that. So uh, if we win the big one, Zim and Rick deserve honorary rings. Um, I still hold that the Vikings are frauds as in they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. I think they are capable of winning the Super Bowl. They have been capable of winning the Super Bowl for the last couple of years. This year isn't significantly different than the last couple of years other than a record, of course. But the team is very much very similar. So, um, you know, that's all I have to say. That's my rant. That's my rave. Skull Vikes, but also... Bills are still a better team, and I and I stand by that. Very nice. That was a very nice rant and rave. Um, I will say that while um, the Zim and Rick had a lot to do with getting the players there, but they they just seemed to not know what to do with them when they got them. Sure, sure, they had some success, but McCarthy, you know, McCarthy came in and or McCarthy left it with a six nine and one record. Previous year was seven and nine. And then not much change other than bringing in Cutie Pie LaFleur. And then it was back to back to back 13 and 3 seasons. So Zim, Zim's old, old school style of run, run might have worked at the start, but uh, it, it didn't necessarily uh, pan out over the years. And obviously, you know, long tenured head coaches aren't a thing really anymore. You yeah, see Zim few, had but... eight years. <laughs> But yeah, so you see a few, but there's not there's not a whole lot that stay in one place for a super long time. So that's that is something that is um, to keep into consideration. Are the Packers back? Uh, short answer is yes. Um, some of the reasons. Um, during, I don't know if you know this, Gar, but in that last game, Aaron Rodgers passed Eddie Lacy for the eleventh most rush yards in Green Bay history. So th- it's a historic season. It's a historic season already. So they just got to keep on adding to that. Um, there were two A Rodgers on the team, and with the energy crouton power arc that Rodgers has in the locker room, it focuses on A Rodgers, and having two of them kind of distributed the power unevenly around the locker room, so they had to get rid of that second A Rodgers. Now that there's power being restored, there's additional power for the quarterback, known as Aaron Rodgers, and that energy crouton power arc can function properly. So no, Amari Rodgers is good for the team. And then just a little bit of a stab at Cowboys fans because we all know that they're jean short wearing, you know, high top fade cuts, silly jerseys from the 90s. Um, they're, they're just bad people. Uh, they're 195 and one when leading by 14 in the fourth quarter. You're welcome, America. Green Bay Packers, are they back? Super Bowl champions? Yes, they are. Back to back to back to back champions. I thought the Packers were dead. You said that multiple weeks. In fact, the note sheet for this week in our notes, it says the Green Bay Packers story to first overall. Isn't What's happened? Just one game? That's all it takes? 
Uh, well, I mean, first overall in the league. <laughs> You're so stupid. No, uh, I mean they're dead. But you know, if they if they somehow squeak out a win against uh, Tennessee, you know, you might see Josh with a little bit more pep in his step. Um, but you know, if they if they make the playoffs, it's it's going to be one of those years where it's just like let's play spoiler. I don't, you know, you you might be able to channel some of that 2010 magic, but let's just play spoiler. Let's go in there and be the Philadelphia Eagles to the Minnesota Vikings. Sure. I mean, if that's what you got to do, let the record show. I've I never once declared the Packers dead, and you know, at this point, I still have a firm belief they'll probably be the wild card because uh, the divisions are suckers. All right, we're ready to move on, Josh. Yeah, no, that's fine. I did see an article that said that uh, Minnesota Vikings are by far the worst eight and one team according to DVOA. <laughs> I'm shocked. It's a it's another one of those acronyms that just probably doesn't need to be there, but um, some people hold true to the DVOA of things, and um, yeah, so worst eight and one team of all time. Take that how you want. Well, that's Gar, fine. what's your what's your uh, what's your salty grain looking like? <laughs> my salt of grain um josh we we came in pretty sweet this week honestly i went seven and one in all the leagues i'm counting my head-to-head that puts me 38 and 42 overall so still below 500 still alive in brad's guillotine league so that's good but seven and one's good after going one and seven last week still an absolute fraud still fucking stink in pretty much every league um if I were to pl- play every team every week using the intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated, I would be 405 and 478, um, which is a, you know, I'm batting a 459 there. So, you know, terrible in terms of fantasy. Still pretty good in the BSB League, um, but I haven't had the hi- high score a single week yet, and Mika's mostly held me down there. So, fuck you, Mika, as you're listening live from Western Australia. Um, so, I probably won't win that championship. Mika will probably win again, but that's the only team I have that's good this year, so I have to just keep riding it out. How about you, Josh? How salty are you this week, pal? I'm pretty salty. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I got one, technically two wins, I guess, since we're doing the double headers. but my only win was in the Hidden Oaks Redraft League, and it wasn't just a win. It was an absolute curb stomping. Um, I lost in everything else, though, so two and four on the on the week. Um, it was a rough week. I mean, I had the highest score in the, or the second highest score in the Dynasty League, played Connor. He had the highest score. Um, had the... Highest score in the redraft league, I guess, which was nice. But the only league in which I actually kind of dropped the ball was deflate these balls. Otherwise, I would have had an over 500 record against players. Gonna pump that so shit that up, dude. Stinks. But uh, right now, I'm 40 and 20 on the year for a 66.6 repeating win percentage. If using the intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated, I am 345 and 205 for 62.73. Okay. Still pretty much kicking tushy in the dynasty league though 81 percent. all right all right so i mean but i mean you think your prospects for the rest of the year you're still looking pretty hot four weeks until the playoffs in pretty much every league um <clears throat> yes and no um i'm a little concerned about you know the starting of five and oh and victoria's secret and then going uh one and four in the next five but uh bye weeks happened injuries happened hopefully i could squeak out a couple wins to secure a spot and and see what happens but I know for a fact that Hidden Oaks Redraft League, I'm going to get absolutely screwed in round one or two, depending on if I get the buy or not. Um, but sweat and beers, I'm not making the playoffs because my team is an absolute fraud. Um, deflate these balls. You know, this might be the first year I ever make the playoffs in that league, but I doubt it. So, yeah. I'll uh-huh. probably end up in the playoffs in two leagues and then drunk the rest of the playoffs. 
All right. Well, uh, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll th see how things go. Still, still a lot of, still a lot can happen in these next couple weeks. You could, you could rattle off some wins. You could get a key waiver wire pickup. Your, you know, your most of your opponents could take an injury. Who knows? But um, all right, Josh, I'll do like the fan duel. <laughs> exactly. Oh, for um, the waiver wire ads. Yeah. Right. Right. Be making a big impact. What three, four weeks in a row now? Three, three weeks in a row. He's had like forty points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I picked him up as a Justin Herbert bye week replacement against you, more as a meme than anything. But now you made Justin fun of me Herbert's getting cut him. or what? No, Justin Herbert's just, you know, he's handing out water. He's got his mom knows where to get the orange slices. Clipboard so. Jesus. Hell yeah. All right, I'll do the FanDuel Top 3 here real quick because we're not doing the hood lines in a traditional way today. Uh, FanDuel Top 3 for fantasy points. Justin Fields, the aforementioned, 40.38 points. Um, he still continues to light it up. He was playing the Detroit defense, so that obviously helped a bit. C.D. Lamb put, put up 32.5, and then Patrick Mahomes put up 32.14 in FanDuel. The top three values, Christian Watson. Josh, you told people to pick him, and you didn't even pick him yourself. He was the best value 5.7 times. Nick westbrook Akeen. It was a 5.0 times value, and then Justin Fields a 4.9 times value. The top three weekly totals, Walters won the week with a 152.18. Nikita Mitchell shot at Girl Power, 148.78. And then Skybusters himself, the greatest sponsor in the world, 148.28. So nipping on Nikita's heels. Um, top three on the leaderboard, though, Mihoff still up top. We are now at... 12 weeks so we, we might stand uh, we might start to see these be more static now that people are just trying to beat their other scores because everyone or not everyone but a lot of people have their 10 scores by now but anyways Mihoff is at the top with uh you know 1235.16 walters in second with a very flat 1226 so i was surprised not to see a decimal there and then uh nikita mitchell with that you know with that 148 she thrust herself into up into the money and into the third she's currently sitting at 1208.32 so i mean still eight weeks left to go for this competition but um Nikita, as it sits today, is currently getting her ten bucks back, so that's more than nothing. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's funny because she, you know, second highest score, but she had, I think, like Jerry Judy got hurt on one of the first drives, and then her other receiver was Lazard. So she she literally got six points out of two players and still got that high of a score. So good for her there. Um, and but uh, it she <laughs> at like eleven fifty on Sunday she got. She was like in the kitchen. I go, did you say your FanDuel? And she goes, uh-oh. So she just went through and she basically went pick, 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 pick. And at like 11.55, she was still kind of picking or debating on some things. And I go, you better hurry. You better hurry. So I'm just standing over her shoulder. You better hurry. Better hurry. Giving her a hard time. And I wish I wouldn't have done that. Maybe I would have had third. All right. So, so, so you're saying Nikita's going to win the whole thing? Is that him here? I think 148.78 is her floor. She's going she's gonna to get like 150 plus the remaining weeks. All right. All right, Josh, let's move on then uh, to the hood lines. Again, not uh, not special. We're not doing the music a bit this time. We're not going to, you know, we didn't, I didn't actually write hood lines. Neither of us did. But uh, go ahead and give us the beautiful Skybusters intro anyways because he deserves it. Welcome to the Hoodlines, brought to you by Brian's Busters of the Sky. Sky Busters. Pew, 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 pew. All right, Josh. I mean, I like to imagine my Sky Busters rocking a tuxedo t-shirt sitting first row in a Skinner concert. And I'm hammered drunk. Um, Josh... 
You were the high score this week. Again, kind of break down what it took, because I believe you played Hammer. I mean, so Hammer's got to like the new rule. Hammer had a bad beat. He was the second highest score of the week, I'm pretty sure. Um, if not the third highest score of the week. But Hammer takes a bad beat, but you dominated, like 172 or something like that. Talk about your win. Talk about your players. Yeah, well, you know, pregame, it was just a typical pep talk. Gave him, gave him a little bit of a speech about how, you know, um, government, microchips, war in Ukraine, things like that. You know, the usual. Um, it seemed to stick well with some, didn't necessarily. So it happened on Sunday, so a Thursday night game, didn't, Patterson didn't get it. So his three points kind of held me back. Um, but for the rest of the team, yeah. I mean, C.D. Lamb really took off with it. You know, he had 38 points in that PPR. Um, he he had a he had a tear in his eye as I was talking about the the war in the Ukraine and how it affects kind of import export of um, you know certain body massage oils. Um, Foster Moreau, he was a ad on Saturday that I was surprised nobody had. Um, you know, it was it was he was him and Devante were kind of hugging it out in the corner. Uh, there was a candle and and like a KFC bucket between them, so I don't know if it was dinner um, or a breakup or something, but something was going on there. And then you know DeAndre, he had a decent game. He was getting his hair checked. Um, but then Justin Fields, yeah, I mean, I when I was giving that pregame pep talk to him, he he just he seemed to really take everything to heart. He had a notebook. Um, he flipped the page three or four times, and when when he left it behind afterwards, because he's kind of a forgetful lad, um, I was looking through it, and he was just writing the same thing over and over again and that was football so we know what's on his mind uh but yeah so that's kind of how it went and suck it hammer <laughs> moving on to the standings again four weeks until the playoffs so we're get we're getting there um ruth running up that hill the eric Samansky, your local cpa um he is currently in first place at 15 and 5 tied with you josh also 15 and 5 but he's got you in the points four by about 36 do you think you'll end up in first by the end of the year or do you not want to be so brazen with four weeks to go 36 is some bad math 26 fuck off <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's got a great team too. So, I mean, if I'm first or second, I don't care. It's going to be fun. Um, I do feel bad. I know you're, if you're going to keep going down the line, Nikita's third, um, but Cooper cup is on IR after surgery. So, um, although he, she didn't need him last week, still got a win, even though he got her, uh, point points, point three, but, uh, so hopefully, hopefully the rest of the team can turn it around. Um, I still like our team. It's it's not you know it's better than some of the ones in the league, Jesse. Um, so yeah. So <laughs> just to be clear, then, so you're you're in tie, you're tied for second with Eric. Nikita's in third. Are we going to see a Mitchell household negable? Well, if it is, you might as well just send me the check now. Okay. Yeah, just send me the check now. All right. I think surprising a lot of people. T's in fourth at thirteen and seven. Bradley twelve and eight, tied with Derek. Derek was in first for a while. He's dropped down to sixth now. These two wins and two losses in the week can really jar up the standings. Brian the Soul ten and ten and seventh. Right now, those would be your seven playoff teams as we do seven team playoffs because we like to be weird. All the way down at the bottom is Jamie at five fifteen. Uh, that's a rough existence for her. Um, looking at the points four real quick, Eric is still up top there. He's got uh, the lead, Josh in second. Bradley's in third, which is a tough look with Bradley being in fifth rank, but third most points four. Um, least points four is Jesse. Just broke 1,000 this last week. Jamie with 1,042. Me in third to last. We won't talk about that one. Points against. Derek still has the least points against. He just would have cracked 1,000 points against this week along with Jeremy um, and maybe T. 
And then all the way at the bottom for points against. So I have the second most points against. Let the record show. But Willie, this is currently Willie's third year in a row having the most points against. I'm surprised the man hasn't quit the league yet. Yeah, you have the uh, second most points against by point nine. So it's not like, you know, not like you two or you and Willie are just like, oh, woe is me. Because it looks like Nikita and... Um, I'm sorry, Josh. Do I have the second most points against? Yep. It looks like Nikita has the third most points against with 1219.05 to your 1219.95. So uh, very close there. It's just, you know, points four is kind of the difference maker. Yeah, she scored uh, 150 more points than me. It's a little rough. That's a full week. Uh, but that's how things are going. Josh, you, you might see in the notes here, we have a bit of a controversy with the side bet this week. I'm curious what you think about it. Uh, so the side bet was dead weight, and it was supposed to go to the you know the winning team with the starting player with the lowest you know with the lowest score. Both Brad and I had a player that scored zero points. I had Alec Pierce, who had was zero for two on targets, didn't have a catch, obviously had zero points, no rushes, nothing like that. Um, Whereas Bradley also had Mecole Hardman put up zero. The difference between me and Bradley is Mecole Hardman didn't play, whereas Al Pierce did play. So I don't know if that should be the determining factor or not. If that shouldn't be the determining factor, then it goes off to a tiebreaker. Both both and I, Bradley's lowest, second lowest scoring player, both had two points. And then Bradley had a third player with two points. So if we went to a tiebreaker, Bradley would win based on his third lowest scoring player of also two points. But if Mecole Hardman doesn't count because he didn't play, then I win the side. But it's only five bucks it doesn't really matter but we can pretend it's controversy and drama what do you think about it i mean <clears throat> i noticed that you had him in and, and i guess like it was he's in his starting lineup so technically he is a starter on his team for fantasy purposes correct, correct. so i do think that that should count okay. um i doubt he did it on purpose right i don't think it was malicious but, or yeah so it's like but if he did, you know, I would still count it because it's just like, okay, yeah, if you want to sacrifice the chance to get a win or, you know, two wins in this league now, um, go ahead if you want to win a side bet that bad. But because like you said, it's just five bucks. But um, yeah, I think that, I don't know. I, I mean, the fact that he had the balls to, if he did do it on purpose, he had the balls I, to I do it. I feel very then, confident he did not do it on purpose. Right, right. Because I don't think he was declared out until either late Saturday or early Sunday. He could have so, been, been like in, you know, a 90 minute before when they released an inactive list. I really have no idea. I have no clue when he was ruled out, but yeah. Yeah, I would say that, um, I would say that, yeah, it should count just because we know Brad's not doing it on purpose. Not yeah. like me asking if I should bench my defense. Right. In which case, they weren't, wouldn't be in your starting lineup, so obviously wouldn't count. But all right, Brad, right. you've won the side bet then. Another five bucks will be coming your way. Not a big deal. Um, all right, so there's the fake Send drama. Send Nichols. Stanley Nichols. <laughs> you got it. Uh, moving on to the worthy waivers here, Josh. Um, anyone you're picking up this week? How much are you spending A 100% of your remaining fab on Christian Watson if you didn't already own him in every single league? Well, I own him in the... Uh, uh, deflated league. Um, he's on my taxi squad. Don't own him in any other leagues. Um, I might spend some money on him, but I doubt it. Um, Cole Komet has already added on a couple leagues because I played against him in two or three. So, Did good job, people. Uh, yes and no. I beat I beat him in one league, lost him in the other. All right. What about Van Jefferson? Cooper Cup, high ankle sprain, going on IR, at least out four weeks. Van Jefferson worth a speculative ad? Or is that offense uh, just probably, trash? <clears throat> I mean, Van will probably still get more points than Allen Robinson. Um, Huff. 
Yeah, no, prob- I'm, I'm avoiding that offense at this point. Uh, Kadarius Tony, I, I feel like he's added in most leagues already. Um, but he's another one that um, I was shocked that he had as much usage as he did. I know he was kind of a firecracker in New York, but um, didn't expect him to gel that well um, so early on. All right, I'm um, trying to look up. So what do you think? Probably Eric Szymanski's best best player on his team is Tyreek Hill or Josh Jacobs. Do you think Eric Szymanski would trade me his best player for Van Jefferson? Because you know, you know, he's I'd... a Van enthusiast. <laughs> uh, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. All right, lastly, before we move on to the outro and the obituary here, Kadarius Tony. Do you think he was propped up by being the hot new thing in KC and they just wanted him to flash early? So then defenses and defensive schemers and planners and film watchers have to really pay attention to one more player now? Or do you think Kadarius is going to be a sustainable, like, you know, absolute firecracker? Um, I think that um, once they get a little bit more tape on him in that offense, they'll probably figure out his role, be able to take him away. Um, his biggest thing is if he steps in front of like a high powered fan, he's going to get hurt. So, um, he just, it seems like he's always on that injury report missing time because of that. So, um, I think that, you know, they kept him in a bubble up until game time. Once they kind of loosen that restriction on him, it, he, he might, he might, you know, I don't know, stub his toe on a Lego or something. Gotcha. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the outro here then, folks. Before we – I mean, I guess, Josh, before I – are you going to try and do obituaries off the top of your head or do we, we just skip it this week? Obviously, nothing's um, written. But... We'll, we'll, we'll probably skip it um, just because I haven't had time to really think about it. It's been a long week. Um, it hurts to talk right now for some reason. I think I inhaled too much sawdust. Um, but, yeah. All right, at the very least, Josh, say some nice things about Brad. You know, we scraped together that guillotine <laughs> league. Brad is dead. You don't have to have, you know, super, something superly formal, not an actual obituary, but the Brad's guillotine league is in existence because of Brad. Say some nice things about Brad, huh? Yeah. Um, R.I.P. in peace, Brad. Bradley, lock it in. 9522. 1114. Nice things about Brad. I said it. You're very literal today. Yeah. Well, you know, Brad, I had fun playing in your league. Not necessarily a fan of the 0.2 points per rushing attempt. Um, save that for the Champions League. Um, or, you know, when you win one to get into the Champions League. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate the invite. It was fun. Can't wait to maybe do it again next year. There you go. Also, Josh, I mean, it makes we don't normally have a lot of live listeners. So let's not pretend like we fucking do. But um, obviously, mainstream. You know, we we are such a big item on Tuesday nights. Currently, Tr- Donald Trump is announcing his 2024 presidential candidacy. Um, so that's why people aren't listening live. I'm sure people are tuned in. Trump had to steal our primetime spotlight. Do you believe that shit? He couldn't have gone on after us. Um, I'm sure he just wanted to get. Oh, never mind. It's 8:30, so Biden's probably already in bed. So. Jesus. Um, I was just going to say, you probably want to get his in before. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe he's up for his midnight snack. All right. Geez. Let's, before we, all right, let's just get out of here. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. We'll I see did, you. did South Park call it? Like, with, I don't even remember what they did for the presidential election. Oh, Mr. Garrison's coming out of retirement, though. All right. We'll see everyone Saturday morning. Goodbye. Love you. All right. Bye. <laughs>
back. We'll back. <laughs>